It's the internet, you're busy, let's do this. Welcome to the Games Beat Decides podcast. It is the podcast where we decide everything happening in the world of video games so you don't have to think for yourselves. I'm your host, Jeffrey Grubb. With me is... Spike Minotti. And we're gonna get into we're gonna get into some news today. We're gonna talk about some games. Uh, talk about a little bit of a uh, games done quick. But first, I want to thank everybody for joining us. You can get more from me and Mike at GamesBeat.com. If you have something to share with the show, you can email us at Games Plus Podcast at VentureBeat.com. You can get us on Twitter at GB Decides or at GamesBeat. If you're watching this on Facebook or YouTube or Twitch or Mixer, you can subscribe to an audio form of this show on Apple Podcasts and anywhere where pods are caught. Finally. If you like the show, rate us on them there, Apple Podcasts. It helps the show grow. Uh, and I, I don't know why you would want to inflict this on anyone else, but if you want to, that helps. That's how you do that. Inflict? Yeah, inflict wow. us. Wow. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm just feeling real down, Mike. I'm not a speedrunner. Apparently, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, you're not, you're yeah. not very fast at anything. No, no, I'm a pretty slow fella. Yeah. Yeah. There needs to be slow running categories. That's what I. That's, I just, that's just you playing a video game. That, and I hope I want people to want to watch that. That's no, where I'm no, at. No one wants to watch that. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Um, so how you been, Mike? What have you been up to since the last week? Oh, pretty good. E three's finally beginning to seem like a thing that happened a while ago, right? Yeah, yeah. We are at the point where we are the furthest from next E three. Uh, still a little bit. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of put it out of your mind a little bit. Oh, there she goes. Let me see. I, think I, I think I created a button. I can mute you. You're muted. Well, you're muted on the stream. You're not muted there now. Okay, we'll figure that later. Um, yeah, so I, uh, I'm i going to start then because I've been playing some games. I've been playing Battlefield Five. The Close Alpha went live yesterday. Um, they sent out an invite to some people. I know we got. I got mine in my email a little bit. Um, and sh- uh, yeah, I got mine in my email. And I was like, okay, I'll check this out. And I, I yeah, put it on yesterday and I kind of played for a bit longer than I intended to just because it was uh, it's so much fun. It feels really good. It's really just comes down to, for me, um, the gunplay and moving your character feels better than it has in a Battlefield game in a long time. Um, so yeah, I was just getting into that. I was, I was picking the sniper rifle and trying to uh, pick some guys off. And I, I was really enjoying that because you could tell real simply why, you're, like, why your shot wasn't hitting and you could correct and then start hitting people pretty simply. So it was um, the, the, the tracer rounds of the shots leave these like br- bright glowing marks and you could see like, all right, that's exactly where that bullet went. So for some reason I got high ground. I'm trying to compensate for bullet drop, but it's still going way over his head. So I'm just going to, I'm going to aim down lower, aim at, at, at them center mass and see what happens. And when I made that correction, and you know, this is something I don't typically do pretty quickly in other games. It takes me like a lot of failure to figure out where I'm supposed to be aiming. But in this one, it just, it just clicked really quickly. So I was like, okay, this is, this is nice. This feels really good. Um, I also, uh, I also kind of got to a point where I was like, okay, I, I'm getting kills. I am running around this place, figuring this out, but I am still not quite sure like why I'm running out of ammo so quickly. And then I realized, oh yeah, they have this new thing, the attrition system. Uh, and with the attrition system, you are uh, at a disadvantage if you spawn on your teammates. I think later in the match, you will begin with fewer like reload rounds of ammunition and fewer resources and supplies like med kits and those kinds of things. So I was I forgot about that, and and then I realized, oh wait, am I playing this game like completely wrong? Should I be like really worried about that stuff? Uh, and, and what that would mean is is sometimes choosing to spawn back at the base so that you can go to a supply station, but also protecting that supply station. Cause I think the enemy team could take it out. 
uh, and then also setting up forward supply stations further deeper into the battlefield, and then also taking out enemy supply stations. So it's like, huh, I, I guess that's something I could be thinking about, but I really don't even know where to begin. Like, I didn't even look around to see where the supply station was at the beginning. Um, and the game wasn't, like, it was never in my ear. Like, you never got, like, that CPU uh, voice saying, oh, go check out the supplies at that at that battle station back there. Um, so I, I it was never even popping into my head. So I got pretty pretty deep in the battle before like any of this even clicked and and it wasn't really until after i stopped playing that i'm like huh i i think i'm probably playing i'm probably playing battlefield 5 incorrectly uh, as you play so, most games yeah for sure but this one especially so so i'm like i'm, I'm hoping that um they get to a point where uh, the game teaches you this stuff a little bit better uh but i'm not sure they're going to be able to solve it be, uh, like down you know at, at its bones because th- th- there is you are at an advantage if you stick with your squad, which is, you know, true in, in any multiplayer game. But this one is like, it seems like it really wants you to, because if you uh, are, if there's someone who's a, a support character next to you, they can throw you more ammo. But if your squad is taking out enemy players, <clears throat> you can go up to those enemies after they're dead and loot their bodies and pick up some ammo from them. And that's a lot easier to do if you are working together. Um, I, I don't, I didn't feel like I, they are building in these these things to reward people for playing as a squad, and yet I still still didn't feel the urge to stick with my teammates, and they clearly didn't care because of the number of times I was laying there like dying, bleeding out, and no one came to rescue me. That happened like I got rescued like maybe once the entire time I was playing. So, um, and I, I get it. That's how people want to play these games. So it seems like Dice is trying to fight a battle that is uh, with human nature. Um, and then, uh, you know, on top of that, not having a lot of stuff built into the to the grand operations mode, at least, that teaches you about how attrition works. So we'll see. I'm gonna Now that I really understand that I'm playing it wrong, I'm going to go back in and again and actually look for any cues that'll be like, oh, do this if you are worried about having enough ammunition throughout the round. Uh, it's an interesting concept. I just don't. I'm worried that the execution might be lacking. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always because these games like they're always trying to find new ways to encourage actual teamwork, right? Right. That's pretty yeah. so. Yeah, I mean, I, and I get it that games are more fun with friends. We've seen that's one of the reasons that Fortnite and PUBG did so well. A lot of people just play those games with friends. Uh, so, yeah, I can I could see why they would want to encourage that. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, how about you, Mike? What else have you been playing? Or what have you been playing? Well, I, finished, uh, I finished Wolfenstein 2, so I beat that one. Yeah, how how you feeling about that coming out of that, especially with the the announcement of uh, Young Blood coming up? Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, I will say, you know, not not much of an ending. Uh, right. I guess. Just kind of right. ends. Uh, it makes me think. I, I I think I probably whined about this before, but like it, it kind of annoys me how so many games, especially games that are kind of suited to boss fights, just very ardently don't have final boss fights. Right. It's always kind of felt awkward to me. Yeah, I I um. That that one kind of just if it, it does fizzle out. I'm trying to remember the last thing is like you're on that ship and you're fighting like the, a couple like those giant mecha. Yeah, there's like it, it's kind of like the Bioshock Infinite style of a final encounter. It's just like the hardest fight against a bunch of the NPCs. And there was like some new thing, maybe it was like a bigger version of some of the robots. Right. right. But it was one of those things like I didn't necessarily know that was the final thing. And I mean, I don't know. It, is it a cliche if that evil lady came out and piloted a giant robot? Maybe, but. It kind of gives you a better sense of closure than just like kind of 
walking up to her and you know doing the thing. So right, I I, I thought some of the um the stuff in that last scene, the the, the specifically the cutscene, not the battle. Um, like when they do, like when he um delivered the the ring and like because we like we saw that at the beginning and then the, the game reminds us about the ring like halfway through i think you're like digging through something and you find the ring and then like he talks to himself about it a little bit and then it's like okay now we're gonna pay that off because you've been with this ring the entire game uh like you went to texas to get it uh and now okay now he's actually gonna ask her to marry him and that's like okay i you you, you did the work the entire game and you paid off in this final scene i like that um but yeah, it definitely it left a lot of stuff hanging, and it, it there was no I'm closure. Crazy, I didn't get any of that. I mean, I went to get the ring, but I don't think I ever found the ring again and got the rest of that. Uh, you might be you might be crazy, but I there is a possibility that maybe some of that stuff is hidden away inside stuff that you maybe missed. Um, but I. I I, I don't know. It felt really prominent to me when I played it, but it's been a while now. Uh, I, like there's some stuff that I missed the first time that I kind of got later. Yeah, when I was like, I okay, feel like I, I feel like I didn't get. I, I went to Texas, got the ring, then yeah. I thought I lost it. I didn't get it back again. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah. I. I, I no. I can't remember specifically. I, I do I, remember I, them re- reminding you about it like halfway through. Actually. I'll tell you what. 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 What kind of like bothered me when I was towards the end. So I didn't play the first game, right? So when they asked me who do I want to save in the beginning, I just picked somebody. And I'm about to beat the game. I'm like, hey, wait, where's that cartoon lizard that looks so funny in that trailer? Oh, no, you picked the wrong guy. I picked the complete wrong guy. I didn't know it was tied to that. I got you to watch some guy. idiot punch himself in the face with a robot arm instead. Some this angry is, Scottish so, stereotype. So what's that character's name? Fergus. I, I didn't pick. Fer, so there's Fergus and then um, the, the now my guy. I, I remember him because he um, when you pick him in the first game, you meet Jimi Hendrix. So that was that was one of the cool things you got in the first game if you saved him instead of Fergus. Um, but yeah, he's definitely way better than Fergus. He uh, does go on like an ass trip throughout the entire game, which uh, is very. It, yeah, I was like so bummed when I realized. It's all oh, very good. I must have just yeah. picked the wrong guy. I didn't think of all the things I wasn't going to get the fun cartoon lizard thing. Yeah, but a lot of people are like really like they prefer Fergus, I think, or a lot of people are like they picked Fergus and they defend that choice. And I don't yeah, know if they've ever gone back. Yeah, I don't know if they've ever gone back and seen just how good uh, whose name I can't remember the other guy. Uh, but I, yeah, he was definitely my preference for sure. Um, I, I want to see like I want to see how if they you know I know Youngblood probably won't deal with that stuff, but I, they are going to do a third game. I hope. I hope the game justifies a third entry that has. It seems to be pre. It's, it's definitely wants to have a third game. That's oh yeah, yeah. It it, it saved Mecha Hitler for the third game. Like yeah, clearly. And it's like oh man, I, I need that real bad. Uh, so <laughs> I, I I hope they get there, and I hope Young Blood does really well, and they, maybe they could do this as a uh, smaller games of that sort in the future after like giving a real third game a shot. So yeah. Um. Anything else? Well, actually, real quick. Yo. Have you have you picked up Mario Tennis Aces? Are you going to? No, and I'm probably not going to. It's okay. just that I have so many Switch things. Right. I play right now Indie Side, and actually I just got one and then I'm reviewing, and I'm going to be busy for a while. And by the time I get to Aces, I know everyone else is going to be done. <laughs> yeah, I think, and I think uh, by then Smash Brothers will be coming. Yeah. So you, if you're looking for a competitive game on Switch, you'll have that like to put as your backup. For sure. Um, I'll, I'll just say that I uh, I've put a lot more time in with the competitive mode since then, and it's it's awesome. It really is. It's super in depth. Uh, every single thing that you could do in the in the, at least in the standard mode. There's like they're standard and simple. Um, simple is just like the five basic shots of tennis, and then the standard mode has the meters and all the special moves. And in that mode, 
it's every time you discover like a new trick uh, to the way these these special shots work, you you learn. Oh, and here's how you would counter that from one of these other moves. Oh, and here's how you would deal with that. And if someone begins to over rely on this really powerful thing, here's how you make them pay. Uh, so yeah, still very much a fighting game. Still way into it. Um, I, I am. I do think there are some things that they need to address if they want to keep this as a viable. Uh, competitive game online. Um, Bowser Jr. and Waluigi, the two defensive characters, probably are a bit overpowered. Um, Waluigi should be overpowered. Yeah, and Bowser Jr. actually is the one that is way worse. Uh, really? He, he, yeah, he because he's in his um, little like little clown floating copter. thing. Yeah, clown captain with the robotic arms, and he has just such wide reach. But he's also still has really powerful shots, and he's still pretty quick. Um, and when he, when he hits the ball, you know, at the right timing, it still is like, it still is really powerful. Uh, so there's, there's no downside to picking him really. Right. Uh, yeah, which is, it's weird. Like maybe his curve shots aren't as curvy, but only Boo and Rosalina have those super curvy like slices. So yeah, it, it's, it, they've been, I've been seeing them everywhere, especially Bowser Jr. And they really are tough to beat, uh, if a character knows, or if a player knows how to play them. Uh, and then the only other thing is the uh, the trick shots, which are mapped to the right analog. Um, pretty much if you are spamming back, if you're playing up on the net and you spam back on the right analog, uh, you will almost always jump back and return the ball uh, and it'll fill your meter. So it's like you're spamming back. Typically what it's supposed to do is you, it'll, it should only fill your meter if you time that that hit of the stick right when the opponent is hitting the ball. Like that's the right timing. But it doesn't punish you if you're just sitting there spamming it. It doesn't care about anything except for the right one. So it's like, okay, yeah, uh, just go ahead. All right, you got it in there at one of them. So yeah, here's some meter. You're gonna hit the ball back to them, and that's like, and, and hitting the ball with one of those trick shots builds up meter way faster than anything else. So it's like this really huge thing that if anyone knows how to do it, they should be doing it. Um, and it's actually really hard to make a person pay when they are doing that because even doing a lob shot over their head, it doesn't put the ball far enough out of range. Do you think Nintendo's going to care enough to like patch these know. things? It's hard to I tell don't know. them, right? It like, really cause, is. Because like, like, the last Smash Bros, they, they made a bunch of patches. They never released and, patch notes, but they made patches. Right, exactly. And like Splatoon 2 gets changes and it's like, the, the community does have to figure those out, but they're they do do that. But they they, they treated that like as an esport game from the be- excuse me from the beginning. So will they do that here? I don't know. Uh, I hope they do, but we'll see. Um, but you know, that's me this week. How about you? Anything else? Let's play that new Overwatch hero. Yeah. So this was I, I didn't even know a new Overwatch hero was coming, and then they they put on Twitter that little gif of the hamster coming out of the ball or whatever. Yeah, like, they, they definitely didn't like do as much teasing as they sometimes do. Cause sometimes that right. kind of almost backlashes, but yeah, this is, it, they, they've been, they've been teasing that there was some kind of small animal on that moon thing with, with Winston, the big uh, talking gorilla. Right. I think a lot of us thought that he was just like another monkey or something. Right. So, but uh, yeah, it turns out he's a little hamster and he's, you know, very smart. He can't talk, but he's in a giant robot wheel. Like, hamsters, How- you know, how big of a hamster? Is it a normal-sized hamster? Normal-sized hamster, big robot. Okay. Very good. All right. <laughs> very good, right? That, yes. I'm very happy with it. I'm glad it's not like, oh, it's like a, the size of a dog. No, no. It's a regular... Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. It, and the character is a quote-unquote tank, but, I mean, it is a very unique character. Like, he, mm-hmm. he, he, he can kind of go into the ball so he can roll around and get the places faster, but he can also, like, kind of use a grappling hook, not to propel himself, but to attach himself... And then when you're on that, you kind of swing around that point. And if you build up enough speed, like you start hurting people. 
that you come into contact with. It's it's pretty nuts. It's just real. Like you can, there's some places where you can just kind of grapple on. You can just start swinging around like crazy. Now you know, like stuns and freezes will still like kind of get you, and it's not like overpowered or anything. But it is really neat and different. Hmm. Yeah, I I, uh, I definitely kind of was seeing some people post some stuff about him on or about. Is it a he or a she? The the. That's a he, Hammond. Okay. It's, yeah, it's okay. weird. His real name is Hammond, but they like. And they, everyone calls him Hammond, but, like, his name in the game is Wrecking Ball, because I think he was in some sort of, he was in, like, a gladiatorial combat, and that was okay. his name. But no one's calling him that. Okay, yeah. No one's calling I, him Hammond. Hammond's pretty, it's a lot It's a pretty good name for a hamster. Yeah, it is, for sure. Did you ever own a hamster or anything like that? No, gerbil, no. I was never a I, little gerbil guy. Yeah, I had a, I had a couple hamsters. My wife had a ton, so I showed her, and she was very, she's very excited. I, I, I yeah, I, I'm always surprised that like when they do introduce new characters, just how different they can be. Just not even not just like in gameplay, but um, in aesthetic. Yeah, this is going pretty, uh, they're going pretty nuts with this, and I kind of love it. Like, How's like, it going over? Going up. I think most people like it. Okay. Most people like it. There's some people who are like, this is too stupid. This is too silly. Right. But oh, well, not, not a whole <laughs> many. Yeah, not not very many. <laughs> I mean, it is the silliest one by far, but also whatever. You yeah, know, I mean, if there's any kind of like a rumble in the community I can agree with, it's this fact that like this game's been out for over two years now, mm-hmm. and they kind of like they 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 started telling this story, and the, the story has never actually gone forward. It's only ever here's more things that happened in the past with Overwatch. Yeah, I think a lot of us are kind of like, all right, like what's happening now, maybe. Like they have all these characters that we like, and we keep learning about their backgrounds, but it's like, what's what's happening? Especially because some of the characters, if you weren't into Overwatch, like a Lucio or a D.Va, like, mm-hmm. you're not getting a whole lot of lore love in like these special events that go to the past and stuff. So they got to find a way to kind of continue, like move things forward a little bit story-wise instead of just doing the yeah, 20th I, I mean, like, background event. It seems like that wouldn't be like difficult, so why? Like they're just They just feel like they have a ton of stuff they want to explore from the past, and Maybe just don't feel like changing up that much. I guess. I guess if you do move the stuff forward, you do have to change a lot about the game. Maybe I don't know. I, I guess I'm just trying to um, like um, put myself in their shoes and try to understand why they wouldn't have done this already. Yeah, I have no idea. I. I, I mean, I, I guess there was a certain amount that you get to, but it is at this point now. Like, okay, there's anything else we need to know about like somebody's background or why they joined Overwatch right. like 30 years ago? Maybe just like <laughs> write a story on a blog post or something now, like. You know, because I want to, yeah, I do kind of want to see, like, hey, where's, where's this all going? Why are people fighting now? Right. But yeah. who knows? I mean, it is weird, because it's like, well, how much longer is... I mean, Overwatch is going to be a thing for a long time. It's not going to be a forever thing, right? Right. So, I mean, nothing is. Yeah. No, so. nothing is. I mean, it's things that are, aren't usually, like, a team-based shooter. Like, maybe Counter-Strike, even that's been rebooted a few yeah, times. Yeah, that's so. been... Yeah, they've done several versions of that game. Right. Yeah. So, hi. um. So let's let's talk about it. Let's talk about Summer Games Done Quick, Mike. Uh, I I've watched it here and there when I can. I do have it on in the background. I've actually it's it's at a point where even Stephanie's like, ah, I'll watch a little bit of this. I'm I'm kind of interested in the, in this NES game. Um, so so that's been nice. Uh, what's been your favorite thing so far? Oh geez, well I mean I've just been I've been watching quite a bit of it. I really enjoyed the uh, the Mega Man block from like Tuesday. There's another Mega Man block today. That was like uh, some Mega Man Two Ron hack, and then Mega Man Seven and Eight. But but the one day it was like uh, Mega Man Six, Mega Man right. Nine, Mega Man. Uh, and that was pretty much uh, that was kind of my jam. I was enjoying that a lot. There was um, there was a run of Oracle Seasons uh, a couple of days ago that was really fun to watch. I like seeing this kind of uh, 
not less. I, you, you don't want to call a Zelda game obscure, but, you know, not Ocarina of Time, right? So right. I see that yes. From. Yeah. But, I um. I I really like the Mario World run. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, he was um. The category was all forts and castles small. Like you could only be small Mario, and you, you like you don't realize, but if you don't ever like ever get a power up in Super Mario World, that is that game becomes very very challenging. Um, uh, he had to do some things like he had to do some like Kaizo stuff, which is, I guess people that don't know Kaizo is like this um, super difficult ROM hack version of Super Mario World, uh, where really you have to have some uh, like. One percent of the one percent best skills in the world to beat that game, um, to beat that ROM hack, and he, they were doing that stuff in this version of of this or this category of Super Mario World, and it was just fun to see, and it was fun to see them like let him even run this category because uh, it was so hard, and he had to try some stuff like multiple times, um, and that's not something I think they are comfortable doing with a lot of games, but Super Mario World you can get away with that because people like everyone watching has played it for the most part so everyone like knows like the feeling of playing it so they could kind of really put themselves in the shoes of the runner i was liking that did you watch the uh metroid samus returns run i watched uh, a good portion of that yeah i was like doing some other stuff i was on but i I was watching that it was fun but there was like some weird clip that he was trying to do like yeah switch and it like took him like eight minutes or something and he yeah it was like one of those things where like is the mix of this is hilarious and also my empathy levels are out of control and i'm thinking right. i have a panic attack oh, oh no <laughs> but, yeah exactly <laughs> is that, that is that the one where he went around or did it was it the second time he tried that the first out? time he went around because it didn't work the second right. time he had no option he had to do it and it took like eight minutes <laughs> and then like, he had to do it a third and fourth time he did it like almost immediately those times so it was pretty good <sighs> It'd be, it, I mean, I know they always check this stuff, uh, the runners, but it would still be really funny if, like, and Nintendo's the kind of company that might have done this in the past. Just, just patch it, like, but without all, telling that anybody. That's the joke that they were saying. Right. Oh, I was patched. Yep. <laughs> oh man, uh, I, I like, I like uh, games done quick a whole bunch. Oh, it is always, great. it's always a fun thing. Um, any other runs stand out to you? I mean, I'm really looking forward to what there's the One Wicker HD run tonight. And then there's going to be like the like six or seven hour long Final Fantasy six run that kind of ends things Saturday night, so that's going to be great. Yeah, that'll be good. I, I like I, those really long like those, those, those long, sound awful those really long RPG runs, but they're so good. Yeah, I mean, and they're always a great way to end it because it's like, all right, yeah, like let's get real. This is going to take take forever. Let's all just settle in and celebrate the end of this thing and also watch a pretty. It's almost always a, a pretty interesting game that they do at the end too, if it's a long one. So. Yeah, that's cool. I'm looking forward to that as well. Um, yeah, and then it'll be over, and we'll have to wait till uh, awesome games. Awesome games in January. Yeah. Yep, that's right. That they did this uh, in Minneapolis this year. Did they do it in Minneapolis again, like or last year as well? I can't remember. It's always like yeah, it's, it's always it like different. in those kind of places. So, so I feel like I think it was maybe in Denver once. I can't remember. It was di- it was in Denver when I first the year I moved here, uh, and like was like first really starting to watch it. I like uh, I I came here and i turned it on i'm like oh they're in denver i should go check it out and then it was over like the next day um and then they haven't been they haven't been back because i've always checked but i thought they were in minneapolis last year and then they are back this year so i was wondering if they're like oh this is actually a really good place it's central and they have good internet or something and they're really accommodating so i, I just wonder if they're not gonna if they're gonna stop going to different places and might just end up going there every year it but might be, who knows yeah. yeah um okay mike let's get into the news does that sound Do good it. oh baby let's, Let's see. I oh, I, I, th- I thought I had a news button, but that's not it. That's just our theme song again. That's, awful. No, it's not. It's not our theme song. That's the break music. 
Uh, and then there's the outro, so I don't have oh, it here. I bet. This is this is all your fault, Mike. My uh, fault. Yep. Okay, let's get into the news. So, first up, Xbox One. Uh, this is uh, not exactly right, but Xbox One is reportedly getting a Steam Workshop like take on mods. Oh, I thought it was. I thought I wrote because this is my headline. I was about to be mad at myself. I thought I wrote Xbox One is making a Steam Workshop like thing. And I'm like, the Xbox One can't make stuff. It's just a console. <laughs> but I did write it right. Um, okay, I, I know you don't like that, but I, it does. <laughs> I don't. And I. I it, yeah, it's it started getting in my head like, yeah, inanimate objects in video games can't make Ugh, stuff. That's a good point. I don't. I'm mean. sorry. We know what you mean. I'm sorry. Um, okay, you're so, not forgiven. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so this thing is called the Xbox com- like community content platform. Uh, Catchy. Base- yeah. But, <laughs> to be to be fair, this is a report on an internal presentation Microsoft is giving to developers. It sounds like, um, and uh, the, my understanding is it's going to work. Like exactly like Minecraft Marketplace, but for every game on the Xbox platform, maybe not just Xbox One, maybe also on PC. Uh, what this means is like people can build content for games and put them out, and then people can pay for them or they could get it for free, and all of that could be di- dictated and determined by the, the the developer or publisher of the game. So they get to decide uh, the publisher or developer gets to decide what is editable. In their game, or what is uh, what they can mod? What is edible? E- editable. I tried to say edit <laughs> and then able, and I, I know it came. I'm like, man, this is not going to work. But I'm going to keep an argument. Well, but they they could decide that too. I mean, I'm not I'm not here to judge. Um, but it, it was also like, and if people can make money or not, and like by, by creating these things. So, uh, it, it, to me, it, it all makes perfect sense because Microsoft has already done this with Minecraft. Uh, they are turning into a platform company at anywhere, like at any chance they can take. Um, Steam Workshop already works. We already know that. Uh, and Microsoft wants to, uh, and Microsoft was like really cool with mods before, like the Halo 5 has it, and they were welcoming to uh, Bethesda doing it with Skyrim and Fallout when Sony wasn't. Um, so it's like all the pieces are there for this to happen. And it would act as a, like a new source of revenue for developers, Microsoft and the people creating this content. So it's like, yeah, it kind of feels like a, an inevitable thing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess. I mean, do, 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 you, do, you, like, do you care about this at all? <laughs> I mean... Uh, I don't want to yeah. sound... No, I've never... I mean, I've never been much to mod things on my PC even, right. really. Like, like I like I did it with Skyrim because everyone's like, it's so much fun to mod things on Skyrim. I'm like, oh, look, my game's running worse. And <laughs> fair enough. Did you ever buy like hats for uh, uh, no. anything like in, in any game? I thought it was fun, like when you earn the hats. I'm like, well, I don't want to buy them. I don't care now. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that was like they would like back when like community like made maps and stuff. And like I'm talking like late '90s. I thought that stuff was fun. Right. Yeah. Back when like the mods were like, hey, look, it's Team Fortress Classic. Back when Counter Strike was a mod, I right. thought the stuff was neat. But now it's like, look, Randy Randy Savage is a dragon. I'm like, well, I could just watch a video of that. I don't need to play that. <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, and, but and that's the thing. Like Randy Savage as a dragon, or as like Thomas the Tank Engine, those are still not going to be on this because those they have you know copyrighted materials and that cannot be sold or even distributed even for free. So. Uh, it's going to look a lot like Steam Workshop or like Minecraft Marketplace. And those things make money. People like those. So, uh, I mean, it, it, it does seem inevitable. And I think it's a good idea, even if maybe there will only be like a couple games here or there that I will be interested in using this with. Um, which is kind of like how I am with Steam right now. There's a handful of games like, oh, yeah, I'll install this old thing. I just press a button and then my game works a little bit better. That's cool. 
Um, okay, so up next, uh, Amy Hennig. So she, her Star Wars game essentially got canceled a couple months ago. Maybe maybe almost a year ago now. Um, no, it was this year. It wasn't a year. Ago. It, it was. Was it early this year? Are, are you sure? Yeah. I feels like it was 2017. Well, okay, I read maybe the story. not. Okay, well, well excuse January. me. Excuse me, Mike. That's right. Um, and so, okay, so earlier this year, and it it sounded at that time like it got canceled, uh, even if they were like, oh, we're going to take the stuff and make a new game out of it. Um, but it was clear that Amy Hennig, like her part working with it, that was done, and maybe EA was going to do something else with her. Turns out, nah, she's left EA. She's on working on other stuff, going to do other things, although exactly what is unclear still. Um, and and it sounds like that Star Wars game is completely on the shelf. Um, right. Well, EA Visceral is still making Star Wars game, like, kind of from that, but it's so different at this point. Like, that part's not surprising. That's what we kind of always figured was happening with that Star Wars game. Well, I mean, that, that's what they, they said they were going to take that other stuff, but it sounds like she was saying that the, even that is on the shelf now. I, I, no, that's not what I'm saying. Visceral is still working on okay, so, the Star Wars right. game. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Um, yeah. So basically, this is just Amy Hennig was they were trying to make it sound like, oh, we're going to s- stick with Amy, give her something else to do. And that clearly just didn't happen. It has. They have moved on. They have separated, separated and parted ways. Uh, and now Amy will maybe go do something else. And, and for people who don't know, Amy Hennig is, is best known for uh, create. Yeah. Creating Uncharted with a bunch of other people at, at Naughty Dog. Um, up next. So that lawsuit that uh, PUBG. Corp. It wasn't actually PUBG Corp. It was the one um, uh, from Blues. I, I can't remember the name like of the Blue studio, Hole. but it's the Blue Hole. Exactly, the parent company of PUBG Corp. Uh, in Korea, they sued Epic Games over Fortnite uh, for copyright infringement uh, because of some UI elements or whatever. Uh, it turns out PUBG has now dropped that lawsuit, and they are going to yeah, they're, they're just not going to have it anymore. I, I wonder if there was uh, maybe an agreement made. Maybe there was uh, you know they just settled it. Um, maybe Epic was like, Hey, you know, we can make life hell for you because <laughs> we control the engine you're on. So let's just like, let's not play around. Let's just like get this over with. Um, but yeah, uh, pe- people were giving blue, blue hole, a lot of, uh, problems for that. And rightfully so like this kind of stuff happens in games all the time. And maybe it was a little bit whack that, you know, one of the companies that you're working with stole your idea or, you know, quote unquote, stole your idea. But yeah, you just I mean that's the way this stuff goes. It was pretty dumb, and I think they realized they weren't getting away with this one, or they weren't gonna win it. Yeah, I mean it was in Korea, so who knows? Like, like I guess I don't know much about Korea law. Yes, yeah, I, I would say that we don't. Uh so who knows? But you know, we now we'll never know. Um Drat. Yeah. I how about this one on the Switch, Hollow Knight? Have you picked that one up? Uh, no, and I want to. Huh? I, want I know. To. I mean, I guess we are two of the only people who haven't, because that game is doing exceptionally well on Switch, according uh, to Reggie Fizami. I think a lot of people, myself included, were waiting for the Switch for Switch. this game. Yeah, I, um, yeah. I'm taking a break from uh, from Stardew Valley now. I got married. I got my baby. I finished the community center. I'm, I'm good for a bit. So. All right. Well, congratulations, Mike. I'm, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Oh, you should be. Um, so I also saw right before we came on, uh, the game came out about two weeks ago. It was during E3 that it came out on the Switch, and it's sold 250,000 copies since then. So, yeah, that's that's pretty good for me. Pretty good. I think a lot of people probably bought that game that day. Oh, yeah, I'm I'm sure they did. I mean, that you're excited about stuff, and then you know that that the the news stops coming out. Now you're just kind of like, oh, I got my Switch here, and that game came out. Why not just get it? You know, I'm, I'm already in the store downloading Fortnite, so yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I'm going to pick that one up tonight, I think, actually, as well. Okay, uh, th- this was a, a story that I didn't even realize was uh, a news story because we've heard, we've heard this for forever, but Google is planning a game platform that could take on Xbox and PlayStation. So what does that mean, take on Xbox and PlayStation? Like, are they going to actually make a console? I don't think so. <laughs> not, then they're not taking on Xbox and PlayStation. If well, I mean... going to make, like, the 50th, like, what? Yeah. What are they going to make, like, a, another, like... They're going to make a little box that, like, you can... It's going to be, what, game streaming or something? I assume Well, they don't have to make a box. It. I mean... They get there won't even be a box. Well, I mean, they don't... There doesn't have to be... There might be a box, but they could just put it on anything that, like, has Android or whatever. Uh, so, uh, like, your Fire Stick is going to have the Google game app, and you can maybe. cloud I mean, play Google Play Call of Duty on it. Fire Stick, but yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean, I... Hey, get, let's get... The, this is a fact-based podcast, Mike. Excuse me. <laughs> Um, essentially though, yes, you're right. Maybe. I, I mean, <laughs> yes, I, I'm right. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, who may, I guess there could be a console, but in a, in a time where we're coming out of an E3, where multiple companies talked about creating their own streaming platforms, it seems very unlikely that Google is going to be like, and here's the Google box that is just like, no, they're definitely going to do a streaming cloud gaming right. thing. And ugh. But I mean, and, but to be fair, Microsoft announced one of those themselves saying like, we want you playing Xbox on any device. So taking on Xbox does mean a streaming platform. I mean, I know, I know what you mean. It's not, that's not really taking on them on in the console space, but maybe that's not fully the future of these platforms. I mean, PlayStation, who knows? I mean, they, they do have PlayStation now on PC already and they had it on other stuff, but they've like scaled it back. Um, but, but yeah, I, I thought everyone knew Google was already doing this. I thought that was like a, if not an open secret, like oh, they've already even admitted it. So I, I was a bit like, okay. we're not all as up on it and cool as you, Jeff. I guess not. I guess <laughs> not. You guys got to like get on my levels, but I always for say. sure, for sure. Um, yeah. So next up, Mario Kart Eight is now compatible with the Toy-Con motorbike uh, in the Nintendo Labo set. Is uh, finally. Is this, gonna, is this gonna make you go out and go uh, get one of them Labo? That Bye. truck long enough. No. <laughs> Finally, the support for my cardboard. Um, I, I am. I'm kind of shocked. I, they, I bet they've been working on this and like already had it, and they're just like, oh, I guess just release it, because uh, it doesn't seem like Labo is a going concern um, for them in no, any ways. I don't think Labo is gonna. I think you know. It, it, I think it, it, it'll it'll okay, this holiday, but, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, they're not gonna. I don't think there's gonna be more Labo sets. Right. I always uh like. I still have the cartridge in my um. My switch and it says Nintendo Labo set zero one on it, and I always kind of laugh at that because I'm like, "There's probably not going to be a two, let alone a need for the double." Ted, oh, they're getting ready. Yeah, so there's going to be Labo set ninety nine. But yeah, oh man, yeah, I'm like, that's that seems a bit ambitious. Um, I don't know. I, I, I guess this is cool. I'm glad they're doing it, but I don't, I don't really care. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, about that. Yeah, weird. Um, okay, we already talked a little bit about PUBG. They dropped their lawsuit, but they've also got that mobile game going, um, and they happened to borrow some ideas from Fortnite to get the, yeah, get their money, their revenues boosted 365% with that, uh, when they, I think it's called the Royale Pass, I think. How dare they take something from Fortnite? Yeah, so this is one of them progression passes where you pay the you pay the developer some money and then you get to unlock cosmetics by doing challenges and a bunch of other stuff. It worked really well in Dota 2 with the Compendium, and it worked even better in Fortnite. It's made a lot of money for Epic Games, and now it's making a lot of money uh, for for PUBG, both on PC and mobile. Um, I'm not I don't think there's one on console yet, but uh, if, I'm sure it's coming. Um, 
this is different. The one on PUBG Mobile is different than the one on PC, uh, where PC, it's like it's all about the new map, and that new map isn't on the mobile game. Uh, but they timed it so that it came out at the same time. It, it is, I think, it is a bit annoying, though, that, like, on Fortnite, you have your pass, and, you know, P- PlayStation 4 notwithstanding, and not letting you, go like, take that from other consoles, it is the same on every platform. So, like, oh, if I play on mobile, that counts towards my progression on PC or console or whatever, and it is different on with PUBG. It's like, that's that makes it a little bit less compelling, I think. I need to get on that Realm Royale train. Is that actually a train? Is that actually uh, playing well? Uh, I think it is. I mean, it's... it's they're building the train, if it sounds like. They are in the middle of assembling a train from which we could be the hyped. The tracks upon. are being laid out. Right. They right. The people are shouting hype, but they're just they're shouting it at a bunch of uh, engineers tracks. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Exactly. I like how we I like I like carrying this analogy as far as we can. Yeah, exactly. Let's really just put it into the ground. I, I Realm Rail, I, I don't know. I I'll, I'll check it out. If I felt like there was already another one though. Oh yeah, Ring of Elysium. That's the real new hot shit. That's the one uh Pinson. So that's oh, ten that's cents. Ten, that 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 name screams ten cent, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, totally. And it's only available in Thailand right not, Thailand right now. And if you download like their game launcher and set your location to Thailand, like I did, you could play it right now. And it's actually, oh, man. Uh, it's actually very good. Um, and once it comes out here, I bet it's going to be very popular. Uh, I I I'll, I haven't tried Realm Royale though. I bet that having those heroes is pretty fun. Yeah, my brother seems to like it. I haven't tried it yet myself. Right. Um, last up, Pokemon Go has its most players since summer 2016. Why? I mean, they've been pretty consistently adding features and stuff to it, right? It also helps that it's, this was from May, right? So once it gets nice out, more people are going to play it again. It's always going to be its most popular in like spring, summer. All right. That makes sense. So, So, I mean, you know, I think that they, yeah, they, they have like developed a, a better following. I think the legendary Pokemon more than anything went along like to it. If I hear anybody talk about that game now, it's about how they're going to go get some legendary Pokemon or something. Right. Huh. I, 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 I do. I, I have been seeing more people in my Twitter list. I mean, it's usually the same people, but, but they are talking about it more often. Um, it feels like there was a period where if you were still playing it, you just did so quietly and didn't want to talk about it. Like it was a shameful thing. I'm like, right. that wasn't that bad guys. You guys could come, you come out of the closet. Tell us about it. Yeah. We're and- kind of past that phase. Exactly. Now it's like, ah, there's there's some value to this game still. It, it's worth playing. Um, do you think that Nintendo's idea, that their whole concept of these new Pokemon games, where it's like, oh, Pokemon Go is going to influence these games, and we want the people playing Pokemon Go to come into Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, uh, and that's really going to happen. Uh, do you think there's anything to that? It's like you never want to bet against Pokemon, right? But man, or just, Nintendo, yeah, yeah. But I, it just seems like. I don't know. When I played that thing at E3, man, it seems rough to me. Uh, right. I just I feel like the people who like playing Pokemon Go, who maybe don't like actual Pokemon, maybe like the fact that they are outside, kind of doing a thing with their friends. I, like I feel like uh, making it. So you're a, saying they need to make Bokai Pokemon. I think they're saying that they already made the Pokemon game for those people, and it's called Pokemon Go. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Of all the things, like all the franchises looking at it, how can we get more people playing this? Look at like your Pokemon games when it was already going to get a big boost from being on the Switch, anyways. Like the next Pokemon games, was one that come for the Switch. They might be like the best-selling Pokemon games ever, right? Like that could happen, right? Because it, of it could. You're right. And so, yeah, I don't know. So to do this whole thing, 
I, I don't know. We'll see how... These games are going to have very strong initial cells, uh, for sure. I, I'm curious if they're going to have the legs that these Pokemon games usually do. Like, normally... Like, what, right now we still see Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon show up in MPDs and stuff sometimes, right? Like, and I wonder if that's going to be the case with these. Right. I, uh, real quick on... Well, actually, this first. Let me do my joke first. What if... What if they hired Hideo Kojima and had him build a version of the Switch that has solar panels in the top, and you take it outside, and that's and you power your Pokemon with solar panels? Did you ever play Boktai, or am I just talking to a moron right now? No, I know that game. It wasn't called Boktai. It had an English name. No, it didn't. It was called. Yeah, it was totally called Boktai. Look it up. God damn it! It had a I'm sequel wrong. that wasn't that wasn't as crazy name. I'm gonna look it up too. Hey, what's this called, Boktai? You're what's a dummy. Just... You're a big guy. The sun is in your hand. What am I thinking of? You're thinking of like uh, you're probably thinking of like horses and Lunar dogs, their hoops. Lunar Knights, because the third one was just called Lunar Knights because they realized Boktai was a stupid name. That's what I, I so, but here, here's the thing. I actually know what Boktai is, and I've never heard of Lunar Knights. It was just the did, third one. It was the one that came out on the DS. Okay. Uh -huh. Oh, wow. Okay. Did it, it didn't have a solar panel, I bet. It didn't need one, but if you used a Game Boy, if you had, like, one of the original Boktai games still plugged in, it would still like, absorb the sun energy. <laughs> Isn't that weird that was a Kojima game? Uh, Hideo Kojima is a madman, and I am just so into all that stuff. I, I, I'm ho I hope... I hope Death Stranding is that kind of weird. I hope there's something else to that but game. He just man. produced that game. It's not like he directed it, but still. I know, but you don't... There is no way that game gets a solar panel if Hideo Kojima is not involved. I think you're right. There is zero chance. All right, hang on. We are uh, wrapping this up. I'll ask you my other question while I hit the uh, outro music. Okay, Mike, so... Another game I played this week was Crash Bandicoot. I, I, this sounds like someone died, this music, just so you know. I, I mean, yeah. We just started the Immemorium section, but let's We go. did, and it's, it's, it's my, yeah, okay, no. Crash Bandicoot is on the Switch. Do you <laughs> think it's going to sell as well as it did on PlayStation 4? I mean, like, equally as well. No, it'll, it'll probably sell well. Okay. Because it's not like one of these games where it is like an indie game and people don't associate it with that platform and it doesn't have a built-in fan base necessarily. So when it, like, like uh, what was it we talked about? Hollow, uh, Hollow Knight. When that comes to the Switch, oh, it's like already selling way better than it ever has on, on, on the other consoles. But Crash Bandicoot is a PlayStation game, so that's why you think it's going to sell better there. I think, yeah, I think that was a large part of it was that like a lot of PlayStation people were excited. It, it just seems so weird when you have it on the Switch. I'm sure, like... It's fun, it runs well, it's cool, but I don't yeah. know. Handheld mode does seem a bit lower frame rate, um, but playing on the TV, it was like, oh no, this is 1080p60, this is great, this is fun. Um, yeah, I've been into it. Uh, I don't know if I like Crash Bandicoot. Actually. Really? I like Crash Bandicoot, they're fun. It's just, Crash Bandicoot is just should, like... Should I go play like the third game or the second game first no, play or the something? First, no, no, they're all about the same. Play the first one. Okay. Crash Bandicoot is just like a 2D platformer with like a Z play. Right. No, I know. I totally. And I just, I'm, I'm still at a point in my life where, no, I was at a point in my life at that time where I was like, I can only get a Nintendo 64 or a PlayStation, so I have to come up with reasons in my head why Crash Bandicoot is bad. So I don't want to get And you're that. still holding on to it. Exactly. It's still like, it's still lingering in my stupid lizard brain. Yeah. No, Crash Bandicoot's fun. I mean, it's, it's simple in a way that like it's contemporary Mario 64 is not, right? Like Mario 64 is this big, ambitious, incredible thing. But Crash Bandicoot is still fun, and it's very, you know, competent, I guess is the word. All right, Mike, let's wrap this up. Tell people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me at gamesbeat.com. I'm also on Twitter at Tolkoto, T-O-L-K-O-T-O. -O -O. 
And uh, I'm also doing the Exploding Bro podcast every week with my brother. That's at ebpodcast.com. And I am Jeff Grubb on Twitter. Uh, you can get me on youtube.com slash Jeffrey Grubb. Uh, we, also, we are also putting stuff up on twitch.tv or youtube.com slash VentureBeat. I, well, I have like five different URLs in my head right now. And then twitch.tv slash Jeff Grubb. Uh, get me there. I'm, I'm streaming some stuff. I'll, I'll probably put, be putting The Crew 2 and Battlefield 5 on there tonight. I'll be playing some of that. Um, okay, that's going to do it for us. We'll see you guys next week. Bye.